Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very much, America, for tuning in. Well, Congress did it again. They passed an omnibus bill having done nothing all year on the budget. At the very last minute, they passed a bill with 4,155 uh, pages uh, in it, uh, the kind of bill that Nancy um, Nancy Pelosi said, you know, you, re- you learn what's in it after it gets passed. This is disgraceful. 26 straight years now, they failed to pass a budget bill, an appropriations bill, I'm sorry, on time. I mean, they should all be fired. But not really. There were people who objected to it, but not the establishment, not the crooked establishment, not the establishment that works for themselves and the corporations and all the people who want to ruin America and take their pound of flesh, and then leave nothing for the people. This is a disgrace, this omnibus spending bill. It's a disgrace. A few things. The Speaker Nancy Pelosi Federal Building in San Francisco is being funded on this emergency bill. The $3.6 million for the Michelle Obama Trail in DeKalb, Georgia. $1.5 million for a COVID history project for hero Dr. the Rat Fauci. $410 million for enhanced border security in Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman, not Texas. Unbelievable amounts of money for Ukraine a country that couldn't account for $3 billion in American aid just a few years ago, and virtually nothing for law enforcement in America. Sweeping new powers for the FDA to assert the same uh, regulatory authority over cosmetics that they do over medicine so they can destroy the cosmetics industry. The Michelle Obama Trail, that's, I mean, that really is a, is a great one. And, and the Pelosi, <laughs> what is her husband going to use it to collect checks? Oh, they don't do it with checks. I'm sure that Zelensky said, hey, send Paul to see me soon. When, she, when, he, when he shook hands with Nancy. They know each other for a long time. Uh, $44.9 billion in emergency assistance to Ukraine. <laughs> Nothing for Texas. $44.6 billion in disaster funding from weather events. $39 billion to the Justice Department so that they can put right-wing terrorists in jail for prosecutions related to the phony 
January 6th uh, uh, situation or the exaggerated January 6th situation. $39 billion. $735 million for the Capitol Police who couldn't, who couldn't seem to uh, keep the Capitol safe and shot and killed Ashley Babbitt and got away with it. $15.3 million for community project funding. That's every Democrat that they want to pay off, including $3 million for a universal hip-hop museum in the Bronx. That's going to bring a lot of people to the Bronx. They come from all over the world to see the hip-hop museum in the Bronx. With the crime rates, <laughs> 3.6 million hiking trail. Oh, I've already mentioned that. $12 billion for the Head Start program, which is of dubious value, very dubious value, and is uh, riddled with corruption with friends of the Democrats who run the programs, charge twice as much, three times as much, which is true of all this money, by the way. It goes to friends of Adams and friends of Hochul and friends of this one and friends of that one, or friends of Clinton, like when they completely raped Haiti. Five billion on the low-income home energy assistance program, which is just a handout. And then $524 million to the National Institute of Health, which is the National Institute of Political Health, one of the propaganda arms of the communist government, and then reimbursement for the countries I mentioned uh, for security, but also for salmon population restoration. One of the leaders on this bill was a Republican, but he's not a Republican. This is the... Uh, uh, representative, uh, he used to be the representative of Tennessee's representative of China on the Republican side. That's Mitch McConnell. Let's listen to uh, Mitch and his uh, very, very halting, very rigid style of speaking. Number 16. They're in the defense part of our expenditures, making sure the Defense Department can deal with the major threats coming from Russia and China, providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians. That's the number one priority for the United States. Okay, right all now. right, all right. That's the number one priority for the United States, jackass. We had a record death from fentanyl from China, Mr. China Representative. Mr. McConnell, who got fat and rich from China through your wife? Yeah. But that, that, that's not one of our priorities. Building, building up our military to defend against China? Criticizing the president for giving up the Pogrom base 400 miles from China? Between you and Biden, you might as well represent China. You make more money from China than you do from the United States. Homeless veterans maybe are somewhat more important than Ukraine. Huh? What about our schools and our children being used as gender and sex experiments? And also, by the way, their educational level has drastically dropped 
because you did nothing to protect us, McConnell. You just cave in and turn over and let the Democrats, you know what they do to you, and that's why they like you. Let's, uh, when we get, well, we got time. Let's listen to a real senator who's honest, doesn't get money from China. Number 17, this is Mike Lee of Utah, decent man. This monstrous spending bill clocks in at 4,155 pages. It was released in the middle of the night. We've had it for only a few hours. And now we're being told Congress needs to vote on and pass this thing on an expedited basis. Some are saying, you know, within the next 48 to 72 hours. By doing that, they're acknowledging the fact that they're treating what is fundamentally a, a legislative proposal. I mean, let's be serious about this. This is a handful, like four or five people in Congress wrote this. And they put it together. They introduced it in the middle of the night, uh, the early morning hours of today. And now they're wanting to collapse all hearings, all floor debates, all discussions in earnest about this and say you just have to pass it because this is what the process is. Well, the process is this way because time after time you've got enough members who agree to support these things without even having voted for it. Well, I mean, he couldn't have put it any better. The uh, uh, the man's an honest man. It reminds me of John McCain, who used to find this outrageous. He used to find this corrupt, really. I mean, a lot of, a lot of this stuff, you get a chance to go through it. I can show you what they got for it. Don't think this just happens, you know, because they want to help their constituents. They help their constituents and they help themselves. This is why Congress is so disrespected. And this is why there's so much damn corruption in Congress. And this is why they cover up for Biden, who was, you know, one of the chief thieves. But we're going to take a short break and we're going to hear another little bit from Mike Lee on this unbelievably uh, corrupt process. That is one of the reasons why this country is being spent in a bankruptcy and is becoming and is a socialist economy now. We'll be right back. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on the Rudy Giuliani show. I just wanted to complete Mike Lee's thought on this process because we talk a lot about, uh, you know, many of the things that are happening that deprive us of our rights the uh, pandemic and the way in which the dictatorial fascist uh, d- uh, Democrat governors locked, locked us in, locked us down, kept us out of church, put masks on our children when the masks were, were, were useless and to the point of har- harmful with, with regard to children, uh, covered up uh, uh, information with regard to treatments. I mean, oh, my goodness, over and over. But I want to... I want you to focus a bit on maybe one of the fundamental, most dramatic things that is putting us and has accomplished, not just putting us on the fast train to Marxism, but has gotten us there. And that's the way we spend money and the, and the process we use for spending it because we don't analyze it. So let's listen to Mike Lee, 18. Some of our colleagues must have magical powers, powers that I can't grasp or even understand. Because one of the reasons why this works is that you've had, I think, all 50 Democrats agreeing in advance they'd support it. 
and you've had between 10 and 20 Republicans agreeing in advance that they would support it, even though essentially none of them have seen this. I've got friends on the Appropriations Committee, including some who were subcommittee ranking members who hadn't seen it, and yet they didn't know what was in it. So magically, those 50 Democrats and those 10 to 20 Republicans who pledged their support for it before it even existed, they somehow knew what was in it. Well, it wasn't just that they were clairvoyant. It's that they were sort of bought off piece by piece, person by person. You hand out enough special favors here or there to get this or that proposal, this or that funding priority in there. You throw out 7,500 earmarks, and you're going to get a lot of people to jump on board. That isn't right. It used to be that the legislative process involved reading and debating and discussing and amending. <laughs> reading? Come on, Mike. <laughs> Uh, one time, John McCain was trying to convince me to run for the Senate, and he said, I said, I think I'd be bored there. He said, nah, nah, you'd, be the, you'd be the brightest guy in the Senate the day you walked in. I said, oh, come on, John. He said, that's not even a compliment. Yeah, you can't believe the idiots I serve with. Now, uh, Lee has taken over John's role on these earmarks. 7,500. I thought we did away with earmarks. Earmarks are bribes. They're things that you, you uh, I'm not going to vote for the bill. So, you, you know, you, you toss in uh, uh, 30, 40 million for my district for crap, for jerk off stuff that I can give away so I can get reelected, put my name on it, give it to the uh, bank, bank of can uh, 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 drum society that may, may be your front for smoking dope. I mean, it's really total corrupt garbage. And that's why this country is in the economic condition it's in. That's why our state is in, in the New York State Legislature does only this. That's why New York spends twice as much as Florida, and Florida is bigger than we are because it's more corrupt. This is absolutely insane that we pass a bill like this and we don't look at it. We're spending massive amounts of money. We're giving massive amounts of money to a country, yes, that's under siege from Russia. Yes, it should defeat Russia. Yes, it should be defended. But let's tell the other reality. It's one of the most crooked countries in the world. What does that mean? It means the people who run the country steal money. The, the, uh, the, the patron for Zelensky is a man named Kolomoisky. Kolomoisky is one of the richest men in Ukraine. He is also the prime money launderer in Eastern Europe. He owns Privat Bank. Russians go to him to launder money because he's so good at it, even though he hates Russians and kills them and vice versa. They'd like to kill him. But he's so good at laundering money that they use him. He's got to be worth 40 or $50 billion. And he'd kill you as soon as look at you. He is the guy who made Zelensky, made him a television star. He starred on Kolomoisky's station. The minute the minute Zelensky got elected, Kolomoisky came out of exile, back, protected, in Ukraine so that he could join the other, the other, uh, uh, real, the really, really the dictators who, the oligarchs who run it. So let, let's be, I mean, the guy is brave. The guy is fighting for his country. Uh, but the guy has grown up in a system in which you just are expected to take money. So uh, you want me to believe that all that money is getting to the right place? That would be the first time that happened in the history of the Ukraine. 
And, of course, the guy doling it out, they know is as big a crook as they are because they paid him off. Zelensky knows the whole deal. He knows the bribe that Biden participated in with Poroshenko. Poroshenko got $50 million in that in that case. The bribe that Biden participated in was not to get his son out of trouble. It was to get Mykola Zloshevsky out of trouble because his company, Burisma, which is worth about 40 bill, was being taken away from him. The guy that had the pressure to do it was the the guy who controlled the purse strings for Ukraine, Joe Biden, because Obama gave, made him the point man for Ukraine. So they go to Joe. They bribe Joe by hiring his useless son, Kerry's useless stepson, Kerry, useless stepson, and the third partner. They pay them bare minimum $8 million for doing nothing. Ah, but they did do something. They fixed the case, and they got the president to dismiss the prosecutor. They put Luchenko in, and Luchenko tanked the case for them. And lo and behold, the Bidens walk away with $8 million we can see and a whole bunch of money in a offshore bank account that we never got into because the FBI never interviewed the woman who was ready to give them the evidence. Now you got the story of the kind of terribly corrupt things that go on when you have crooks running your government and why we're in the trouble that we're in. So eyes open, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to um, – we only have one minute. So rather than putting somebody on and uh, putting them in a situation where we're going to have to um, – we're going to have to cut them off and bring them back – let me just make one other one other point, which, uh, you know, we'll have plenty of time to talk about if you want to. And that this whole FBI situation with Twitter and with uh, and with social media uh, uh, breaks uh, absolutely rips me apart because I love the FBI. I, I spent my life making their cases and they become the state police. We'll be back right after this break. We've got plenty, plenty to go and lots of callers. Just <laughs> jump it up and down. Okay. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I thank you so much for, for listening in in the days that are leading up to 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 uh, to Christmas. And uh, let's see. We'll take a little break from uh, <laughs> from my uh, pontificating, and we'll go to uh, our good friend Judas in Brooklyn. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for taking my call, and I hope you fasten your seatbelt and the people listening, because this is what I found out. I'm going to try to keep it as clear and as simple. Well, you do. As I you can. do. You're very. You're very good. You're very, you're very, you're very, as I told you, you should be a teacher or a lawyer if you're not. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I'm married to a lawyer, but I don't know if that rubs off on me. But anyway. My condolences. Rudy. <laughs> I always say, don't blame me. I just married the guy, you know. <laughs> All right. Listen. Rudy, Rudy, listen, and I want people to hear this. Uh, the Twitter exposed something about, talk about corruption right here. The FBI, now I don't know who's responsible, if it's Christopher Ray or someone underneath him or a bunch of people, but this is what happened. December of 2019, the FBI received the laptop, the Biden laptop, 2019 December. Ten months later, ten months later, uh, the Washington, no, the New York Post 
uh, broke the story with the laptop. But let me explain something. So, and the FBI knew all these 10 months that that laptop was authentic. It was real. It was not Russian misinformation at all. But <laughs> they point. were hell-bent. Rudy, they were hell-bent on protecting the Biden mafia family. They were going to sit there, and they gave almost $4 million of our taxpayers' money to Twitter. And they kept telling them a few months before, get ready. You're going to see something's going to break Russian misinformation. Do you know why they knew? Do you know why they were they knew, knew it was going to break? Yes, yes, because of you. <laughs> because they were they monitoring were illegally you. monitoring. That's right. They were they were monitoring you. They knew every move you were making. They knew that you knew everything. And they knew that you that the story's going to break. So a day before, and they kept saying a few months before, watch out for this, watch out for that, because they were working on it. A day before the Post broke the story, these FBI rogue treasonous people told them, code red, guess what? Because they knew in advance, because they're monitoring you, Rudy, illegally. And that's what they did. And they kept saying rush, and they knew very well it's not Russian misinformation. These people are treasonous, and they rigged the election and they did it on purpose, and they protected the Biden yeah. mafia family and the whole thing. It is outrageous. Rudy, I've got one other question. I'm dying. I Not dying. I really <laughs> want to know, and I know you could answer me this. I'm going to pivot a little bit. Vice President Pence, did he have the constitutional right to say, I cannot verify, verify therefore I cannot certify your votes because of information that we have received, and we need 10 more days to investigate the integrity of the election. Okay. Did he have that? Yeah, right? the, the answer is there is nothing that says he does, and there is nothing that says he doesn't. So yeah. there's no prohibition, and there's no language that says that he does. Inherent in the role of being the chairman, the president of the committee, uh, he, he could uh, rule on objections to integ- the integrity of the vote. And, uh, and, and, and prior vice presidents have done that to get further clarification. He had four letters from large numbers of legislators in four different states telling him that they had conducted extensive investigations and that they were certain that the numbers submitted to uh, the federal government were inaccurate, substantially inaccurate, that they were a false statement, which is a crime under United States Code 1001. And therefore, the legislators asked for a 10-day period, which uh, Senator Cruz had supported, uh, to reanalyze the vote because they pointed out, ultimately, it's our responsibility as the state legislature. Article to Section 1, Clause 2 of the Constitution, makes the state legislature the sole determinant of who the electors are. And the Constitution was, uh, our founding fathers was very clear about this. In, in the case of congressional elections, they, the state shares the power with the federal government. In the case of a presidential election, the federal government is cut out completely, and this power is just for the state legislature. Supreme Court has held that way back in 1893. It's clear as a bell. Professor Eastman, 
is merely expressing that scholarship to people. The man is a scholar. He is not an insurrectionist. He's not a... What they're doing to Professor Eastman, who is a brilliant... He's like the law professor that you put in movies, you know? A great man, a great mind, author of constitutional law textbooks. His position on a lot of this is the same position as Democrats who held this position when it helped them in, 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 in 2000 and 2001. And they want to put him in jail for it. They want to put a law professor in jail for his position on the Constitution. That's the Soviet Union. That's not an America. That's, 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 a, that's a fascist state that has inclinations like that. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's, it's um, almost impossible when I when I leave later and, and go home and I think about what I just said, I'm going to say to myself, I never believed I'd ever say that about America. I'd never believed that 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 the Justice Department of the United States would be asked by Congress to take a law professor and try to impose criminal penalties on on him because he's giving us his interpretation of the Constitution. And, and an interpretation supported by other law professors and, as always, disagreed with by other law professors. And I spent, because, I, you know, I was the president's lawyer, ultimately, on a lot of this, not this particular issue, but still, I read all of the law review articles. I'd like you to know I am not a make-believe lawyer. When I go to court, I read every single thing. I understand every single thing. I consider it a sin if I don't, a violation of my oath. So it was a – I can't tell you that that's the position the Supreme Court would have assumed. I can tell you there was a fighting chance they might. It was not an irrational position. It's not supported by case law, but it's not rejected by case law because it never came up that way before. So what they're doing to him is pure and absolute persecution. Persecution, absolutely. No doubt about it. And your point is brilliant. Your point is brilliant in your analysis of the timeline. Uh, and I should tell you, when if you, you want to figure them out, when they went and got, they didn't. They didn't have me completely under surveillance. That when we say that, they weren't like tapping my phones or, they they went and got my iCloud account. So what they had, by and large, were my emails. So they 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 did this on very little information. If if I, I mean I've Bob Costello, who's my lawyer, because that's the communication was between Bob and me about John Mac Isaacs. And uh, you have to be pretty darn good to figure out what this was about. It wasn't like laid out, like we're doing it now. It was, I got it, I've, I've got a, um, now did Bob use his name? No, he didn't. I went back to look at it. He didn't use his name. Uh, but if you really, if you really understood this case, you'd, you would pick it up. So they were looking for something. It's ridiculous. Now, remember also, they let the president get impeached. When they had this hard drive, which supplied overwhelming evidence of why the president really was required to ask Zelensky to investigate Biden. 
the, the hard drive is filled with Biden's involvement with Hunter's foreign clients, his knowledge of Ukraine, his 14 trips to Ukraine. Yeah, when you get the hard drive, it becomes obvious that the bribe is bigger than just getting Hunter out of trouble. It's getting Zloshevsky out of trouble, who's a multi-billionaire willing to offer a fortune for it. So the Bidens got $8 million for it and an undisclosed amount in foreign bank accounts. And the FBI never interviewed the woman who was willing to give them the foreign bank accounts, just like they never followed up with, uh, with, with the people that were willing to describe the money that Joe got uh, 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 from, the, from the Chinese. So, I mean, when I, when I see Zelensky and, and Biden together, I think, what? Zelensky knows the whole story. What I'm telling you is in his files. He knows that the guy he defeated for president of Ukraine, Poroshenko, is the person that Biden bribed. They know, he, they, he also knows that he was paid separately, Poroshenko, cash that might be as much as $100 million. This, this is a $24 billion company. He also knows that Poroshenko w- w- took money for every deal in Ukraine. And he knows that Biden was part of this. So he knows that our president is a crook, which would not be make him uncomfortable because his biggest patron is one of the biggest crooks in the world. A money launderer, professional money launderer. So when we look at this money going to Ukraine for the benefit of the Ukrainian people, we better have accountability so that it's really going for guns and not, you know, to make up for some of the money that they might have lost because of what I did and, and interrupted some of this. So what about we go to um, we go to Joel? At this time of year, I can't pass up talking to someone in Israel. I can't do it. Hello, Sir Mayor. How are you, Joel? Uh, I'm good. Blessings to you and all your listeners from the Sea of Galilee. The truth shall set us free. And uh, from we're working the Sea on it. of Galilee. Um, when you tell us this, Joel, can I, may I just digress for a moment? Are, are, are you just doing that literally, or are you actually? I mean, you actually standing right next to the Sea of Galilee and looking at the pedofish. I am looking at the Sea of Galilee right now at this moment. And as an Israeli licensed tour guide, I always take people to the holy site. Oh, you guys are geniuses. (laughs) No, no, I'm serious. You know, when when we were when we were in Dr. Maria and I and um, uh, some uh, my daughter and her daughter and a whole bunch of our family, we, we were in Israel for a Oh gosh, it's a while back, and we had a tour guide. We just—I mean, the guy is like a historian. We try. No, but we it's tried. not like in um, America. You guys have to get uh, certified. That's right. It's a two-year master's level course. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and everybody who comes here gets a real great education. So uh, it's, I think it's like that going they have a five-star room waiting for you, sir, at the, uh, oh, the Beatitudes uh, Hotel. By the way, you and Dr. Maria. You know, I, I love it. I love, I love, I love Israel. I love, I love Israel. So tell me, tell me, tell me why, why you called. But I'll, I'll just keep thinking about the Sea of Galilee, and of course, 
I've always wanted to go to to the to um to Bethlehem on Christmas Eve, but now it's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's, it's in the Palestinian well, Authority, and what a disgrace well, uh, gi- the, giving that to the, the Palestinians. The Galilee is where the resurrection happened, and, and that's a very special. Oh yeah, and it's and it's handled it's handled by Israel, and I, I we, well, you and I could go way back uh, to the eighties when there were real problems and how the Christian monuments were being handled, and when the is, Israeli government took over, never better, never better. I mean the 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 the, the, the respect and the dignity with which they treat even the Muslim shrines is. Uh, Unheard of in that part of the world where, before that, uh, uh, Christians were treated like you know what by the Palestinians. Yes, well, that's part of the process of justice. Two quick points and then a question uh, to get back on track. Uh, first of <laughs> all, I want to just commend you um, and compliment you on the amazing. Uh, um, you did a great synopsis of the breviary and the uh, prophets Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, yeah. plus the writings of john that was fantastic i commend that to your listeners um also in terms of this uh uh, biden firing victor shokin uh a lot of that material about the bank Privat bank uh made its way to hunter biden's docket in arkansas so your listeners can take a look at that docket number three um in terms of uh, uh, there's a term called guangxi in China. Oh yeah, sure. Tell, 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 tell people about that. Nepotism or bribery. Yeah. And that's how they yeah. operate. And our uh, they they have a ton of money to bribe. Describe and that. Describe Guang describe what Guangxi is because it <clears throat> it's obvious that we adopted this form of corruption from them. Yes, it's a it's basically a form of of nepotism, as Miranda Devine points out. You. You buy off the key people, you do elite capture, and in their system, it's, it's considered a positive business uh, characteristic of a quality, and in our system, it's illegal. Yeah, and, um, but ba- our basically, people don't uh, follow our system. And that first, that first book that Peter wrote about it, uh, the first two chapters were the Bidens, and the next two chapters were the McConnells. Exactly. I mean, McConnell, McConnell is rolling in red Chinese money. And the thing about it that's weird is... His wife's family is Taiwanese. Now, what, what Red China giving money to a Taiwanese family? Something really weird about that. Really, really weird. Well, we will be back very shortly with the mayor's final thoughts. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. For the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani, and uh, th- this is uh, the mayor's final thoughts, brought to you by uh, by Tunnel to Towers, the organization that takes care of our uniform members who 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 become uh, uh, catastrophically injured as a result of serving us, and therefore need homes built for them. We call them smart homes. And right now, during the season, I hope one of those is being given every day. This costs, of course, a tremendous amount of money. And also, uh, the Tunnels of Towers takes care of the mortgage for uh, police officers and military members who were, who, who were killed in the line of duty. There's a wonderful article, uh, uh, too brief, much too brief, in the Wall Street Journal yesterday about uh, the anti-Scrooge. The anti-Scrooge 
is my good friend and my hero, Frank Siller. Frank's not going to like that I call him my hero. Frank is a very humble man. Frank is a great man. And I think if you go back and read this article, uh, just go back to yesterday's um, uh, Wall Street Journal. It's a it's a beautiful article about how Frank, uh, because of the death of his brother, Stephen, you, you know the story because we talk about it a lot, but it's worth because of the death of his uh, of his of his br- youngest brother, Frank. And I, I should say, you know, Frank is entitled to the credit. But Frank would tell you it's also that entire family, both Stephen's uh, f- family, his wife, the children who, who who unfortunately grew up without dad, his sisters and brothers who brought Stephen up as uh, the youngest in the family. And he was a late-in-life baby, and uh, we had one of those in my, in my family whose name was also Rudolph, and he was more like my older brother than my uncle. He also was a war hero and a police hero and taught me how to swim and taught me how to box and taught me how to be a man and uh, got three medals for bringing people down from the Brooklyn Bridge. But, you know, that's that 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 was the same thing. So they lost their baby. They lost, you know, but their baby was one heck of a hero, both before and on the day when he when he rushes there, doesn't have to be there. So come on. I'm telling you all that because. Come up with your 11 bucks a month, huh? A little extra, too? Throw in a little extra? Please? You're going to help yourself. You are, really. You're going to feel better about Christmas. You're going to feel like you did something really good. Now, I got to get I got to get the sports. I got to. I'm real excited because the Giants are in the playoff hunt. When the Giants are in the playoff hunt, it changes the world for me. It's like almost like the Yankees. You know, about two inches away, and I'm I'm proud of the Mets. I'm proud of the Mets. I uh, and jealous. I really am jealous. I got to tell you, hats off, hats off. They now have the biggest uh, payroll in sports, and it should be in New York. There's the biggest payroll in sports, and the Yankees should be embarrassed if they don't. George. George, who was my friend, and I, I don't know if you know this, but a very close friend of President Trump. Uh, George is not very happy right now. So, but in any event, congratulations to the Mets. What a season we're going to have. At least we have something to look forward to. God bless America. Get ready for Christmas. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll got, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, about Christmas and, and, and about the new year also. So stay tuned tomorrow. God bless you, and God bless America.